Good evening, everybody. It is Zoe George on 180 Degrees, 729 AM. It is 7 o'clock, and we're going to be with you for the next hour. And who are we? It is my fantastic co-host, Inga Stoffels. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Now, with that intro... It makes me so excited to be here every single Monday and good to be back in studio right? with Zoe George, Inga Stoffels, and Mr. Dalton De Jong. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I was going <laughs> to say now, I wonder, does Inga actually know what my surname is? Oh, well, at least she knows it's not brown. Okay, <laughs> not Zoe being shady today, but okay, well, hello, good evening, Sanbonani and Tasekaya. Hello, welcome to 180 Degrees. It is me, Dalton, back at it again. But I'm not alone in studio like they have introduced themselves already. It is Inga, I almost said Inga Brown. It is Inga wow. Stoffels and Zoe George. I don't know what's wrong with this brown word. Mm-hmm. It's stuck in my head. Remember last week I kept yeah. saying Zoe Brown for some reason. But now I know it's Zoe George. I, I implemented that in my head and that, that's just how I know it is. Well, we are here outside of Tiger Valley Mall where our headquarters are with a beautiful, gorgeous view. Like I always say every Monday evening, you know, we have a lovely view of Table Mountain to the right, Cape Town International to the front, and then, you know, Belleville and Kales Rafir all the way to the left. But yeah, an interesting show coming up. Inga, what can we expect on today's show? Today's show, we will be speaking about all things relevant in not just Cape Town, not just South Africa, but in the world. So yes, we have our current affairs and what is happening today, but you will also get to see our perspective within the studio. Mm. It might get a little bit heated, it might not. We have music that is definitely going to be heated. We have our groovy movie. We have What's Down in Cape Town. And obviously, for you health fanatics, we have some happy health tips. Ooh, Ooh. interesting. I'm, I'm particularly excited about the groovy movie mm. for today. Mm. Uh, you know, she did mention it's going to get heated. Hopefully, this song makes you take a dip in the pool or Ooh, a trip to the spa. Buy a sato. <laughs> I just had to throw it in there. I just had to throw it in there. That's a hint enough already. Mm-hmm. If you think you know what it is, Zoe, where can people send us what they think it know- they know it is? Well, if you guys are very interested in participating in this week's Groovy Movie, or you just want to talk to us, we love talking here. I mean, we're radio presenters. <laughs> you can WhatsApp us at 0817291657. You should follow along. When we do our... Well, when we have our talk about the current events, we're going to yeah. be live mm. on Facebook on 79. Cops a console and or a pulpit. <laughs> I don't and know why Zoe always emphasizes that. Yeah, it's quite weird. You got it right. This, you got it right tonight, yeah, Zoe. This time. <laughs> Not cops a cancel. <laughs> <laughs> Not you calling Zoe out on air. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Now, this is a feature where we like to bring you some of the best things to do here in Cape Town. Whether you've just jetted down on a flight here or you've driven down on a bus or in a car, here are some of the best places for you to visit in Cape Town. Now, starting off, here's some hidden gems within Cape Town. If you didn't know about these places, well, then now you have a reason to actually go and, you know, visit these places. Now, we'll start off with the South China Dim Sum Bar. Now, this restaurant is said to exclude the same vibes as an old Cantonese tea house. Characterized by its simplicity, it truly mimics Chinese culture to perfection. Now, it can be found on 289 Long Street in Cape Town. The opening times include Tuesdays to Fridays from 12 until 2.30 p.m., and then from 5.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. Seems like they have a bit of a break in between there. But then on a Saturday as well, they're open from 12 until 3. And then from 5.30 until 9 p.m. I like the way that more Chinese cuisine is being brought in. Yeah, it's delicious. Honestly. Yeah. Have you tried dim sum? 
I haven't. Oh my goodness. But I, I you want see, to. you see now we have so much places to go yeah. to us three. Mm. Remember last week we gave away some zip lining places. There were yeah. some places to go for. And we said, I don't know if you heard, Inga, but we were like, we're going to go to these places. And now we have a reason to go and taste now Chinese cuisine. And then moving on, it's Silla Vest via Bakery and Cafe. Ooh, sounds so French. Now this French team restaurant rather is located in Fishhook. Now they have a variety of different French foods, including toasted sourdough sandwiches, freshly squeezed juice fruit, or fruity juices rather, and different milkshakes. Now the restaurant is located very close to the beaches of Fishhook, and during whale and dolphin watching season, it's quite a vibe to walk through the beach and view it all. You know, you can also be found on number two A Recreation Road in Fishhook, Cape Town. The opening times are Wednesdays to Sunday from 7.30 until 12 p.m. Unfortunately, they are not open after 12, but then on a Friday, they are Friday to Tuesday rather, they are open from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Hmm. I'm still a bit disappointed in the exclusivity of the times now, and we spoke about this last week, hmm. that a lot of more restaurants are now extending their trading hours to, you know, yeah. like mm. 10, 11 in the evening, yeah. mm-hmm. seeing that, you know, we're still on level one or level two. Yeah. But yeah, still a bit disappointed there. But if you think that, you know, French cuisine is for you, then go to Silla Vest via Bakery and Café. Moving on, Nishnush. Now, we had we had spoken about them previously on the show, but their ratings have just gone up over the past two weeks. And, you know, we just had to bring them back for a comeback mm. because, mm. you know, this is where it all started. Now, Nishnush, which means a snack in Hebrew. Hmm, how fitting. Ooh. In an, a Middle, Middle Eastern-inspired restaurant that started off as a stall in the neighborhood goods market and has since blossomed into a hole-in-the-wall type of vibe. A hole-in-the-wall. Yeah. Let me punch a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, a hole in the wall vibe. The simple oh, yeah, menu okay. packs full of Middle Eastern flavor, hearty homemade pizzas, and sliced and assembled while you wait. But it's the hot and golden falafels that have sworn like a cut, a cut-like following. Opening times are Tuesdays to Saturdays from 12 p.m. until 10 p.m. You can contact them on 061-543-1120. I repeat, 061-543-1120. And you can find them at number 110 Bree Street in Cape Town City Center, Cape Town. I almost said Johannesburg for a second. <laughs> it's so a Joe Burger within it's you. It's a Joe Burger within me. But you can go and visit all of those lovely places. Wow, some nice places actually, eh? Yeah, mm. just hearing about some of those things had my mouth watering. I had to physically close it. Yeah. <laughs> not drool anymore. I think my mouth is even like dry, like I'm craving some nishnush. <laughs> a snack. <laughs> a snack. I'm just craving a snack right there. But that is what we have down in Cape Town. So whether you are a new arrival flying in at Cape Town International Airport or maybe you just got dropped off at the Belleville Bus Center or in Cape Town or you've just driven down and passed the toll gates through Powell, there's some wonderful places for you to visit. But 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Well, earlier on, we did mention that we're going to be having a bit of a discussion on some interesting things, world news, world matters. Mm. Um, We had spoken about this earlier last week as well. We decided that there's just too much things going on Mm. in in today's world and today's society, and we as the youth need to not ignore it, Mm. but actually focus more on it. And here to start off the conversation, Inga Stoffels. Inga, take it away. So, thank you so much, Dalton, for that intro. Before I get into, you know, we have some... Facts over here. I think it is about five shocking things that you didn't know that are happening in the world right now. But before we get into that, yeah. there is one major, major topic that I would like to touch on. Yes. I know two weeks ago we spoke about mental health, right? Yeah. But before we get into mental health, 
what I think is very relevant and what some of us have been through, you know, in some other time of our life. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but I can say that I feel like I think I've been there before. Um, I want to speak about not just cyberbullying, but I want to go deeper and speak about depression. Yes. Like, is depression something that you have ever had, that you guys have maybe ever had to deal with? Is it too touchy of a subject mm. or what? Because um, I think for me, if I'm speaking on that, I think that's still very relevant in today's, yeah. in today's mm-hmm. day and age. Yes. Especially now with so many things where you don't feel free to be yourself. Maybe someone, you know, something, you as a child, you say, I would like to be an actor or whatever. Yes. And your parents are like, but acting is not for you. Acting is for, or I would like to be a dancer. And then your mother's like, or your father's like, dancing is for girls. You were a boy. You don't do that. Yes. Or, oh, wait, wait, wait. The infamous phrase. Mm. Dancing doesn't put money on the table. Yes. There's no money in this. Yeah. Mm. What is your, that is your backup. What is your real job going to be? Exactly. Because I've heard that before. Yeah. I've heard that before. And I must say, um, when when I speak about, you know, depression, it goes so much deeper than someone telling you not to do something. Yeah. It's kind of like, for me, it was a pile on of things where I didn't, to a point where someone had to ask, someone asked me, are you depressed? And I was like, no, because I wasn't seeing yeah. it for myself. Like, mm. I wasn't seeing, I was just going through life, yeah. doing things. But people can see it on your face. They can see it on the way you carry yourself, on the way you talk. Yeah. Like when you speak, is it always neggy? negative? Negative. <laughs> is it always neggy? Is it always negative or is it always, you know? So have you guys ever been in a space where you've felt depressed? I mean, I wouldn't say I was clinically diagnosed, but like, yeah. have you guys ever felt like you were in a space where you were feeling depressed for some reason? Yeah. I feel like, well, being a teenager in mm. any time period must be very difficult, but especially in the time period when I was a teenager, things yeah. were very tough, you know. Well, you are going through all these new new experiences and oftentimes yeah. maybe there are issues at home mm. in the family where your family goes through a variety of different changes and you don't really understand. Also, with your mind expanding yes. and you suddenly yes. hearing about new topics or new things happening in the world, that can depress you alone. Just yeah. thinking about the potential of a war, yeah, And then asking yourselves all these existential questions. Because yeah. when you become a teenager, mm. obviously that is the age where you usually will start trying to find out who you are as a person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the difficulty in finding out what that is can bring on depression. Mm. Or maybe, let's say, you were raised in a Christian household your whole life. Everyone did everything a certain way. And yeah. when you become a little bit older, you're like, okay, but why? Why do we do this? Yeah. And then you maybe stray away from the way your family does things. Mm. And like you said, mm. your mind, your thinking is yeah. expanding. Yeah. And there's something that you touched on that is so, so important. You yeah. know, I, a couple of years ago, I was working at ETV. I was an anchor. Mm. And, you know, anchors, you're giving the news, you're on camera, yeah. you're live. And you hear all this news, like when you're in the newsroom and they're compiling the stories, you hear all this news where there was a time where myself and the other anchors, we would sit together and we'll ask each other, like, are you okay? Because you're constantly in an environment where you're hearing of the news and what's happening. And that time when I was, um, I think the one that was the deepest for me was when there was a shooting, I think it was in a mosque. Do you remember Mm. that time when this guy like went in and just shot? And I was like, 
people are really going in and just shooting. Like mm. it was, it was crazy. And the only thing when you're in that moment, in that newsroom, the only thing you're thinking of is, okay, I need to add subtitles to this. So let me yeah. watch the video. Let me listen. Let me add. Let me do this. Let me do that. Yeah. It's almost like you get so, how can I say, um, not filtered, but watered down. Yeah. Like your emotions and your feelings are just like, Ugh, it's life. It's the world. Yeah. This is how it's desensitized. Yeah. That's yes. the word. You get so desensitized with the bad things because I mean, that's just the world. Yes. That's just the world we live in right now. Definitely. I think mm-hmm. the perception that was created, that is the world. It's a very, I almost said something else, but it's a very negative way yeah. of putting it like that. Mm. I mean, like a lot of people always say, you know, there's a lot of common phrases and this is going to spark up a whole new conversation, which we'll have some uh, some other Monday evening in the coming weeks, where they'll say, for example, men are trash. And then some men will retaliate and be like, but not all men. Mm. Where they say women are bad drivers and then all women are like, not all of us are yeah. bad drivers. You know, yeah. there's some sort of division that stereotypes and society put in place that yeah. just causes mm. that riffraff yeah. and that that's the mindset we need to get out of yeah. and my sister was doing an LO assignment the other day mm. and she was talking about um, society and how society stereotypes everything and it was really interesting to see her perspective because my sister's only 13 she's like a preteen sure. she's only now yeah. becoming a teenager I'm almost like a fully grown adult I'm like yeah. turning 20 very soon and to see her talking about like she didn't understand like the narrative yeah. and i try to i try to show and like understand that like the place where i come from in joburg if you know me and if you followed me on social media you know that i'm originally from joburg the the area i came from i was a boy who was always in the house yeah. Because I was told my education comes first. Mm. You know, playing outside, it's going to be there forever. You know, your friends are always going to be there after school and everything. And yeah, it does make sense. But I was always teased because I was in the house. Mm. Yeah. And this is always something I tell a lot of boys. And there's a boy in our complex, actually, who's struggling from the exact same thing. A few of them yeah. that are struggling from the exact same thing. They're being singled out just because they don't prefer the lifestyle that's being offered mm. to them by yes. society. Yes. And it's not wrong. I'm here to tell you right now that it's not wrong. Mm. If you feel that you are not in a capacity to go out and party every weekend. I, w- I mean, I was crying Saturday night. As old as I am now, I was crying. Mm. Ask my mom, she'll tell you. I had a stomach bug, the stomach bug that's been going around now. I had it since last week, Thursday. Mm. Hence, I wasn't at work. And last week, Saturday night, I cried. I was laying in bed and crying. My mother came in and she was like, what's wrong? And I'm just like, everybody, like all of my friends are out partying. And here I am, you know, sitting at home. And you just feel you get that FOMO spirit. And you need to get out of that FOMO spirit. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is okay to stay at home and study. I mean, I'm a fully grown man who can cook, clean, wash dishes, mm. hang curtains, iron. I, I can do literally everything. Mm. And if you look at today's boys, like half of them can't, not even half of them, 99% of them can't do anything I just mentioned, yet alone fold up their own clothes. So the narrative that society pushes on mm. our young people really needs to stop. Yeah, mm. I feel like that narrative has really been perpetuated by the growth of social media, Definitely. which this really ties Definitely. into what you've both spoken about, both the being bombarded with terrible news because now with social media, we can see it constantly. Yeah. I mean, news mm. apps and like 90 different news channels and all the memes you see are peppered with news, but also like seeing your friends go out. Like you, you can see that because you're yeah. on social media. Everyone's updating their stories. Mm. So sometimes it's like, it's okay to take a bit of a back seat. I try, I try to do this quite frequently. Ask Inga every 
couple months, she can't find my yeah, aunt. No, I'm like, wait a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try to take some very necessary breaks from social media because this helps you yeah. to like really keep yourself grounded and then to also not compare yourself to other people because we are all on our own journey, you know? Mm. We can't really run a race with anyone but ourselves, especially yes. if we want to feel some sort of fulfillment. Yeah, and I mean, before we move on to five other things that you didn't know mm. what's actually happening in our <laughs> world today, you did mention something earlier, and I, I just can't, I can't remember, I can't get to it now, but you did mention, you know, stay true to yourself. And mm. you, you mentioned that you did take breaks from social media. If you guys didn't know, I'm actually a social media influencer. Yeah, this I mean, is on oh. the side. This is my other side hustle. Mm. And when COVID came, I was in matric at the time, so it became really difficult because I was working in radio already. I was a presenter full-time, I was a matriculant full-time, and then I was a social media influencer full-time. Mm. So I had like three different responsibilities falling on me every single mm. day, which gave me so much pressure. Like I used to come home and cry. Yeah. Like if I, I know for a fact I would do bad in it is because I have to submit cue sheets for work or I have a deadline with a certain brand. And you did mention that you have taken breaks and... I've taken a lot of breaks too, yeah. and mm. a lot of people don't understand like what that really does for your yeah. mental health. Mm. I I'm standing at 25,000 followers on TikTok. It's not a lot of following, but it's growing for someone mm. who's just a normal South African teenager. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I was at a point where I was posting consistently every day, like mm. five videos a day. This mm. this is what I mean. I was like consistent, and I got to a point where I was just like, I can't do this anymore, and I took a break for like five months. I stopped posting because then I started Varsity as well. And Varsity mm. became hectic. And then I was like, okay, cool. Let me go back to the app and went back for like two months again. Not even two months. I'm lying. It was like two weeks. And then disappeared again for the rest of 2021. And then decided now like last weekend yeah. to go back to social media continue. and pursue uh. it now full time. And there's nothing wrong with that. It really yeah. does help with mm. your mental health. Mm-hmm. Because instead of feeling overwhelmed, because if you feel overwhelmed, you yeah. won't give your best product. So and I feel true. like you you could find that. Yeah. If you were overwhelmed and you would say, oh, I need to post so let me just do something quickly. It won't be your best and it won't be something good. Yeah, definitely. It won't. And one thing I can always say is your most unexpected will be the thing that blows up. Mm. For me, it was a video between two best friends. <laughs> And mm. now it's standing at almost a million views. Sure. It's literally like the weirdest things. But... Aside from weirdest things, stereotypes, and depression, some serious things we're going to be talking about. Inga, what's first on the list? Before I get to the list, actually, just to wrap up that conversation that we had, I just want to, you know, also at the end of the conversation, just to give you guys an encouragement, those that are listening. Yeah. So Zoe mentioned, you know, you you feel like you're trying to keep up with the next person, or maybe you are 25 and someone is 21 and this person has a job, this person is... Maybe, you know, someone that's 23 is married and you're 26 and you're not married. Mm. And you feel like, why did this not happen for me? But this person is married already. And I just want to share Isaiah 60 verse 22, which says, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. Mm. So you can't make it happen. You will make it happen when the time is right. So whatever phase and stage you find yourself in, that is Prepping you, it's molding your character for the next phase. Yeah. Because Dalton, you have a lot of followers, but if you didn't go through what you went through, exactly. you would probably not be able to handle all the yeah. attention. You yeah. understand what I mean? Yeah, so each phase has a reason for that phase. So we're going to go into the first fact. So five facts of things happening around the world that you didn't even know. Number one, there is desert growth. 
So I know people speak about global warming, whatever, whatever. And I'm not going to speak as a professional because I'm not a professional. <laughs> but if climate change is melting the poles, imagine the effect it has on areas that are already hot and dry. Man. Like many areas of the world are expanding year after year. And a clear example is actually the Sahara. That has already extended to 6,000 square kilometers since 1990. Wow. And that is a desert, for you that don't know. The yeah. Sahara Desert the is a desert. The Sub-Saharan Desert. So, I'm not the geographian. <laughs> I don't know. Geographian. I don't know. No. The geographer. We'll get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that. So, um, that was just a shocking fact for me. Yeah. Like, I always hear people speak about global warming and the ice melting and this and that and that. But you never really think of the places that are already dry. Right. Like, what happens to them? Do they get more dry? But yeah, here we dry. see they expand, actually. So, once that place, that, that place is droog. It's droog. It's I don't think people actually know this. I did, I majored in geography when I was in high school. Mm. And something that you don't know is a lot of things expand during heat, mm. including sand and metal. Okay. It was actually a proven fact that Eiffel Tower grows a few centimeters taller in summer oh, than wow. in winter just because of the heat it expands. So it would obviously mean the exact same thing with sand, but in this case, global warming, lack of water. Yeah. So there's your fact with Dalton. He is our, you know, our, Google, our Google in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so number two, and I think this one is, you know, very close to my heart. A uh, shocking thing that we didn't know what is happening, that there's a decreased cancer. So although it is still a terrible disease, the cancer rate affecting the world's population has decreased by 20% in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Best of all is expected to continue declining in the coming years. So they say that it's decreased and it's expected to continue decreasing. So that's I a mean, good thing. That's yeah. a good thing if you mm. look at it. Like, I won't say now let's get excited and let's... Let's get excited. <laughs> but let's um, let's applaud and let's not not celebrate. Let's, thanks, Dalton. <laughs> let's acknowledge and celebrate the fact that it's decreasing. You know, it's yeah. still there, but... Just twenty percent is a lot. Just to give a little hope is that it yeah. is decreasing. This is so good progress. Mm-hmm. Zoe, I don't know if you want to read the next one for us. Oh yeah, I can totally do that. <laughs> the next one is the deaths in stadium construction for a Qatar twenty twenty two. Up to a thousand immigrant workers could die over the construction of the stadiums needed for the World Cup in twenty. 22 in Qatar. The subject is handled with great secrecy in an attempt to keep up with the image of the rich Arab state. There was already an air of controversy over the country winning the World Cup bid. Now, I'm someone who doesn't understand soccer, so I did not even know the World Cup was coming up. <laughs> I also didn't know the World Cup was coming up, funny enough. You know, guys, the last World Cup I watched was 2010. Yo, was I was it? about to say the same thing. That, and that's because, <laughs> it was, that's because it was in South Africa. You know, I didn't even watch that one. Some some good Guys. memories. Yo. The blow up of Vuvuzelas, Shakira, Africa. the holiday what, we was had. Was she in South Africa? Or yes, was she, 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 she was. was yeah. she, she performed. Was. She was waka wakering for us. She was a waka wakering for us. Yeah, man, the girls So, guys, like that's the last World Cup I watched. But reading when I saw this fact, I was like, it's sad the length we will go to to keep up with image. Yeah. Because yeah. this this speaks to you know stadiums and workers and whatnot and whatnot. But if we look at it, it's almost like what we spoke about in the beginning. You try to keep up your yeah. image, yeah. but mm-hmm. you're dying on exactly. the inside. Or Fun you, fact, actually. You, 
a friend of mine is in Dubai right now for the mm. Dubai Expo 2020. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Shuneb if he is listening. I'm sure he is probably listening. But he is now in Dubai with his family. They went there and he told me that the life that we perceive on social media and how it is actually in real life is totally different. We all see Dubai as this rich, glamorous place mm. where you go and you know you live the life. It's not like that. Mm. He, is it, he, it more like Slumdog Millionaire? <laughs> it's it's not even like that. It, like you did mention the mm. image. If you don't have an image there, you're not gonna last. Mm. Sorry oh. to say it, sweetie, mm. you're not gonna last. That's mm. just that's just where we're gonna draw the line there. But it's very sad to see that they are putting a thousand lives at the stake of a stadium to try and keep up with an image. That just doesn't play mm. well in my court. That was the. I think that actually ties in not with the next point, but I think it's over there under modern slavery. That's yeah. the the final. Yeah. That was the last point before we go back to the second last one. Um, so we're speaking about an image and keeping up this image, but actually dying in the background. And one of the things that also mentioned that we don't know is happening is something called modern slavery. And that's the the concept of modern slavery it refers to when a person obtains an economic benefit as a result of depriving another mm. of his or her individual freedom. There are currently about 35 millions of modern slaves in the world. Mm. 35 so very million. shocking to see that that number is very, very high, mm. seeing that we've all moved from such a very ridiculous era into yes, this yes. new Gen Z 20, 21st mm. century era and that this is still happening. It just boggles my mind. So. Didn't they call them the born freeze? Yeah, they were the so born freeze. So how is there the born freeze and now there's modern day slavery? That just shows that oh, wow. every time there's something, it might not physically be slavery. Yeah. But this is like, you know, it's another level of slavery, which yeah. is still evident in today's life. Yeah. And before we close off, one last thing that you didn't know that are happening. <laughs> that is happening. Antibiotics are becoming less effective. New bacteria has come with a vengeance and offer great resistance both in humans and animals. In the future, we will need stronger antibiotics, but they may come with more serious and harmful side effects. COVID. Oof. All these new variants. Delta. Delta. Tense subject. Beta. Yes. I just, you know, that is just something that I thought that I found very relevant because, you know, there's a lot of things going on and mm-hmm. we we don't choose sides here on yeah. Radio K Pulpit, so we want to hear from you because, you know, out of all the facts that and topics that we spoke of in this section of current affairs, feel free to WhatsApp us, DM us. If you have any thoughts, any personal experiences that you might want to share, message us and we will definitely love to hear from you. But... Does no one have anything to say on that last point? I actually point? just have something to say uh, um, besides the last point. I just got mm. a message from a friend of mine, and he's actually really struggling with mental health. His mental health has really taken a toll on him in like mm. the past few weeks. And sure. I have, you know, given my support and showed my support to him. And he knows that, you know, I am there and I am the shoulder to lean on. But he just sent me a message. It was so nice. He just said to me, thank you so much for speaking about mental health and mm-hmm. raising more awareness, yeah. you yeah. know, and it's it's our job as yes. media personalities to provide the facts, give the facts, and state it how it is. Now, that's how we wrap up Current Affairs here. Coming up next, it is the Mystery Bible Quiz. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. <laughs>
Welcome to the Mystery Bible Quiz section of the show. You are tuned into 180 Degrees on 729 AM. We're going to be with you guys until 8 o'clock. And in that time, you have the option to answer this week's Mystery Bible Quiz. And it goes a little something like this. How old was Noah when the flood came? Now, we all know who Noah was, what he did. He was old. He was quite old. He I was, was about not, to ask now. He was not a spring chicken when the flood came. <laughs> God was Nobody. Like, he, did so not, he did not come off of those farms <laughs> in Cape Town. He no. Did not. He had a cane and everything. If you guys have any idea how old he was, and it, he was quite old, please WhatsApp us the answer, which is an age. It's, I'm just going to give you a clue. This man was centuries years old. Ooh. WhatsApp that number to 081-729-1657. We'd love to hear from you. But yeah, we're awaiting your WhatsApps. Now. Yeah. So if you think you know how old Noah was, <laughs> please do not hesitate to send us a WhatsApp. But back to some more music. We've been spilling some tea on what's been going on around the world and in South Africa and giving you some facts about things you didn't know from a thousand people building stadiums and almost dying to antibiotics saving your life here on 180 Degrees with me, Dalton, Inga, and Zoe. Health Tips How to be happy in your health It's not just about being, it's about being happy Should be quite interesting Chocolates are the true source of happiness Chocolates are indeed the true source of happiness. So this, week's <laughs> so this week's happy health tip is going to be something a little different. So in the week, Zoe has mentioned that Zoe, just correct me if I'm wrong, but sometime in this month, this then, entire month actually, this entire is month, TB Awareness Month, TB Awareness Month. So March is TB Awareness Month, and today's happy health tips that we will be doing is not necessarily for those that do not have TB, but for those that Maybe do have TB. So this one, follow these other tips to help prevent others from getting TB during your first few weeks of treatment or until your doctor says you are no longer contagious. So number one, take all of your medicines as they are prescribed until your doctor takes you off them. Because many a times, once we've taken the cause of our medication and we've started feeling well and then we stop, but it doesn't mean that the virus is Because you haven't completed your pulls, it doesn't mean that it makes you healthy now. So you have to complete the cycle of pulls that you receive from your doctor. Number two, keep all your doctor's appointments. Number three, always cover your mouth with a tissue when you cough or sneeze and seal the tissue in a plastic bag, then throw it away. Number four, wash your hands after coughing or sneezing. Number five, don't visit other people or invite them to visit you. Number six, stay home from work, school, or any other public places. Number five, I mean, number seven, use a fan or open windows to move around fresh air. And the final one, don't use public transportation. So this actually, it sounds a lot like how we are currently living. Like we are washing hands, we are sanitizing, we are, I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like people are just getting less and less worried about COVID. Yeah. And they are starting to like just cough in their hands and shake hands with people. <laughs> no, guys, let's still be safe. Yeah, I was even not doing that before COVID. People are just nasty. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, but I think this is a really good and nice effect, you know, happy yeah. health tip mm. because TB is just so rampant in South it is. Africa. I yeah. Think. And yeah. I think something, or, oh, okay, I'm speaking out of the box here now, but. 
we were approached by a, a company to do a TB, a TB promotion for them, a three hour slot for this. And it was so funny that I heard some things that I never thought I would have heard in that meeting mm. where I was sitting in. And, you know, I was told that Cape Town specifically in the more, um, settlement areas, yeah. there's a very high rate of TB. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny how people think that, you know, COVID is a joke. TB is most likely also a joke, you know. And I don't think people realize the severity mm. of this. These things take people's lives. Yes. I lost a friend to TB when I was in primary school. And I don't even remember him that well. Mm. But, you know, his absence is still felt. So I think as COVID is starting to slow down, we do not want another wave, first of all. Mm. As it's starting to slow down, I think that we also need to make consciousness and conscious decisions on what we do. I just saw the other day, actually, that the HIV rates were going up in South yeah. Africa in females, specifically between sure. the ages of 14 and 24. Yeah. In the past two years, it, it literally went up. In mm. the past two years, think about it, that was COVID. Yeah. So now you must know we're dealing with three pandemics. Yeah. Uh, woman abuse, GBV, mm. COVID, and then TV, now TB, HIV, HIV as well. Like, it, yeah. It's ridiculous. Like. But as we ponder on the last four minutes of the show, what do you guys have to say? Final words? Well, I would like to say that when Inga was talking, I just remembered a scripture from one of my favorite books. Um, it's from, I just Googled it real quick because I never remember where they're from. <laughs> wow. Way to find it. <laughs> yes, it's from Ecclesiastics 9 verses 11 and it's about the race mm. not being to the swift. Mm. That verse is basically just saying that you can literally do everything yes. right yeah. and not necessarily get the outcome that you were looking for. Mm. Just because like what Inga said, God has his own timing mm. and you need to just live your life according to what God has planned for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to wrap up with this. I saw this on social media earlier, and it actually took me really by storm, and I think it's a great way to end up in this conversation. Except both compliments and criticism, it takes both sun and rain for a flower to grow. So and that's how we end it here on 180 Degrees. This has been 180 but Degrees. But before that, Dalton, we didn't even give an answer to the Bible I quiz. was waiting for that the whole time. And Yellow Ball Einstein. Who's Yellow? This is me, Oh, I'm not even speaking off the cons. But I'm going to give you guys the answer and then we can sign out. So yeah. we asked you guys how old Noah was when the floods came. Now, it's... 600. <laughs> was he 104? He was 600 years old. <gasps> yeah. I wish I could live so long. I don't. Really? Well, okay. You, you can find his age in Genesis 7 verses 6. And this has been 180 Degrees. Signing, Signing out. out.